This is House. That's the show. That's the show. Welcome to Essence House After Show number nine. What is the title of number nine, guys? Crap. Uh, you were supposed to stump us this quickly. I had it open. You already don't have Travis answers. Barker. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Barker, so I lost my window. I'm so excited that we are on episode nine. Episode nine is titled The Catch 22. Now, who named this episode? Oh, I didn't even introduce you guys. Chuck and then Eric. We're at number nine, so we've just, we've lost it. We've thrown everything out the window. Here we go. We're going with that. Yeah, yeah. You don't know us by now. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> I do want to ask, though, who came up with the title of the episode? That was Chuck. That, that was me. Um, and the reason, well, so... This was an Eric episode. Eric wrote the crap out of this one. Oh, my gosh. If you guys liked eight, it's only good because he finished nine first. And it was so awesome that I was like, crap, I got to raise the bar. So he was like, or at least I have to stick to his bar. So, yeah, man, uh, it's an amazing episode. I, I love this one because uh, I got to enjoy it fully as a fan. But I called it Catch-22 first off because the idea of a Catch-22 damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of thing. But also, um, Catch-22 is uh, my absolute, or one of my favorite episodes of Lost, which was written by one of my favorite comic book writers, Brian K. Vaughn. So all of that kind of layered on top of itself, and I was like, Catch-22? And he's like, yeah, I love that. Great, let's do it. Yeah. We have a hard time naming them sometimes. I love the titles, though, that you guys are coming up with. You just have to do a whole another few seasons. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work goes into those. Yeah. So who wants to take us into the a little bit of the summary of this episode? I can do that. Um, so as a fan, I loved right away. We're, we're in the Essence House in the, the early 90s, in 95. I believe it was January 4th, 1995. Uh, so after the big birthday party, I'm sure we didn't get to discuss that, but um, and the kids are running around having a good time. So we get to see Elise and Tim and Tristan as kids, which was so cute and so much fun to me. And I said it right away to Eric. I said, dude, that opening is like, um, uh, oh, my gosh, Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. Oh, where it's all like it's all happy it's and, all the and happy and stuff. And I yeah. told him that. He said, well, that, that was my inspiration. I was like, dude, you, you did it. Yeah, 100%. That was, that was totally in my head because I, I knew that this was starting out with the parents heading out and the kids running around the house. We had to have some, some family moments and all that. And I that, that scene in Home Alone was in my head the whole time. He, he did it so perfectly because I came to him and I said, dude, this is so Home Alone. He was like, that's what I use. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, you, you did it perfectly. Like, it was great. So we get that cool moment. We get to see Barnabas there. So he was a close part of the family, which is something we we weren't 100% aware of, though it was sort of mentioned a little bit in 8, if you listened. Um, and then, um, of course, we find out that their Aunt Flo, uh, she had just had a baby recently on the 1st. And so they were going to fly out um, on the private plane, which meant that at some point there was even an airfield on the property. Oh shit. I didn't so, think about that. Yeah. So they're getting all ready and whatnot. They, they go out and then, um, um, Rick's or no, not Rick's wife. Uh, Tim's mother, Nancy realizes that she forgot her toiletries. So, uh, Rick decides to run back and, and grab the toiletries bag. Rick runs back. Everything's fine. Only this time he's not wearing the same jacket. It's like he's changed his jacket or something. And he runs out. And then Barnabas sees him run again. And he realizes there's something wrong. And so he tackles Rick. They get into a scuffle. The plane launches, flies away. Um, and Rick accident or uh, Barnabas accidentally kills Rick. And um, while they're in the air, 
whatever Rick was in the air kind of certainly suddenly kind of went almost zombie-ish and just started flying the plane. The plane crashed, and we end up in the bar in 1995 again where Tim and Tristan had been weeks later as adults, and we find out that the Essence Guard has met there just after everything that happened with uh, Tim and Tristan. And so as they're talking about where to move forward and we find, we meet new essence guard members as they're talking about where to move forward. Rick comes in with some crazy strength, kind of quickly kicks Barnabas's butt and then leaves. And he heads back and he basically says, I want nothing to do with any of this. And that is the end of that. <laughs> I wanted one correction, actually. It's not after Tim and Tristan. It's concurrent with Tim and Tristan. That's and true. Sorry, yes. Yeah. I did want to say um, I thought the plane crash was written very well. Um, I have to say, uh, you know, I've seen, you know, you see a lot of plane crashes in visual media. And, um, and you had to do, you know, your task was to make this feel like a plane crash, but only through words and sound. Yeah, that was tough. It was anything I know about planes and plane crashes comes from TV. Yes. So live, which I guess is probably the case for most people. So if I can mimic that, then I can get by. That's funny because every everything I know, I know from movies or TV. You're <laughs> as right or as wrong as they are. Right. <laughs> now, yeah, it, it was a lot. It was a lot to write, though. Like. I don't know. There's just there's a lot going on, but like, don't want to drag it out too long either. Like, so. Did you watch any plane crashes in preparation for? No, writing? that's terrible. It's <laughs> like sitting there just watching <laughs> oh, crash after plane. Yeah. I meant yeah. movie scenes, not probably actual ones. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's just got like PTSD now. All he watched was like three hours of plane crashes. The the scariest part of me writing that whole thing was. Uh, writing Rick preparing the plane because I don't know anything about preparing a little plane for takeoff. I don't even know what kind of plane it really is, honestly. Is so I don't you know, know, like Cessna. stitches and all this stuff. Like He's turning like, the propeller on. On the biplane. It's a biplane. It's made of wood, right? Yeah, it's got a crank. <laughs> it's the bicycle plane. They stole it from the World's Fair or something. <laughs> Fill it with petroleum distillate. <laughs> Got to get the whirly. I know I should say. I know I should say that I've picked out a plane and all that, but in all honesty, no. Maybe a, Cess oh, a Cessna's kind of small. You have what six people, four people in it. Four. Four. You can fit four in a Cessna. It's a Cessna. Well, the other part was the reason I didn't go too far into what kind of plane it was, was because this was in 1995. So not only did I have to find the right size plane and all that, but I also had to find something that existed 30 years ago. And I was like, you know, it's not that important. <laughs> yeah, right. Some plane nerds like, I wonder what kind of plane that is. You, you know that when we turn into a novel, though, we're probably going to have to do that research or like it's going to have to be done somehow. Some guy's going to be like, well... The switch should be on the left. It'll be really important if we make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if people are want to nitpick over plane sounds and all that, then those same people are going to hate episode 10 because <laughs> airplanes. I know as much about guns as I know about planes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Eric's like, and then he took the Tommy gun. Oh, no. <laughs> Is there I'll help you a little bit with the gun. <laughs> okay. Um, so, and, uh, so we finally, I mean, it's really good. We finally get to see the plane crash, but also at the moment of the plane crash, not only does like a lot of things, I mean, not only do we lose, you know, uh, uh, Tim's mom and uh, not Tim's mom, Tristan's mom, and then Tim's parents, but also the, the split happens with Rick. Yeah. And it creates a waste. Can we talk a little bit about like the review? Before that, 
before that, I think we should talk about um, the like actually meeting Rick when he was a different person. Oh, see, I yeah. went to go there, but I was like, is it too far? Have we gone too far? That was one of the huge tasks that I had coming into this, really, um, was like, we needed to make Rick like somebody. Nice to and it's somebody like somebody that has a problem they need to resolve. And I mean, he's basically, you know, he's the Tim of that episode, you know, like we've been following him for eight episodes and yeah, this time we're following Rick. It's a Rick episode for sure. That's true. I would well, say and it's funny because uh, Rick is a, a big part of episode nine, but Rick is also a big part of episode 10. Mm -hmm. And really Eric and I, both wrote Rick, but we did not write the same guy. Like <laughs> all Ricks are completely different dudes. They're 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 different in so many fundamental ways. So it's kind of funny that we both played with the same character a lot, but we did not. I, I did not get to to play with Rick the way he did, and he well he, he got to play with him a little bit the way I did, at least yeah. at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so um. So yeah, that was that was a challenge, and that was that was a lot of fun to show him interacting with the family, him teasing Barnabas, him him and his brothers, uh, his trust in his brother, and um, playing with the kids. Yeah, playing with the kids that really stood out to me. I was like, oh, he liked the kids, and he was a nice guy before. What did you think when he was uh, walking up to the attic? I don't remember what I was thinking. <laughs> I thought that was a lot of fun for me. Oh, okay. No, no. There it goes. There it goes. Sorry. It replayed in my head. Sorry. Okay. What did I think about him going in the attic? First, I wasn't, it was a little ominous, but then the little hands come and you're like, oh, it's just the kids playing and it's very lighthearted. Yeah. It was very, the whole, I think that whole scene meeting, like with the children and the family just felt so different than the rest of the time. This is the first time we like felt like the love of the past. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if there was anyone who um, kind of complained, which we didn't get any complaints, but if there was anyone who's like, why did you suddenly stop eight and give us nine? A lot of people would kind of take that as a, I don't know, like kind of a, a bullshit move, so to speak, uh, kind of a dick move. But honestly, we needed to see that. We needed to really understand what that family was like when they were happy and, and when everything was good so that now we can fully understand the tragedy that has, has come to them now. And the problem is, is that that moment had way too many answers. You couldn't have seen that back in episode two or three. You know what I mean? It's like that, too much. It's too much. Yeah. Too soon. yeah. We weren't ready for it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a perfect timing. And, of course, it leads very well, very well into ten. And it's the so it's the penultimate episode. So there's a lot of things me and Chuck have said from the very start that we don't want to leave people hanging too much on too many things. And there is a lot covered in this episode. And it was stuff that we couldn't cover in episode ten. Like this was the only way to really do it. So good. Were you gonna say yeah. something, Chuck? Uh, well, I was just gonna say like now we know things like we we know about you know we we get to finally meet Tim's parents. We get to finally meet Tristan's mom, and uh, all that kind of stuff. We get to we get to find out sort of more more of who the Essence Guard, uh, the the people of the Essence Guard were. You know, so we we understand the leaders now. We understand that it was it was Tim's dad at one point, and and now it's Barnabas, and and now it's Tim, and and how does that all go down? And yeah, I mean, we got to see a lot more of the the inner workings of that kind of stuff, and then of course. The Essence Guard meeting at the end of the episode. Yeah. So, with the Essence Guard, did you guys take any inspiration from like a any secret societies or anything, or is this something you just kind of created within the story, kind of like fresh? I think. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of influence from some stuff, secret society stuff that I've read and stuff, but. Like nothing like very specific kind of stood out. I don't think, like, not really. I've always liked lore in shows. Like I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There's yes. some great lore in that. Uh, things like that. So 
I think that that was attractive to me to give it some kind of real like conspiratorial lore. So, and the funny thing is, is that this this episode, episode nine, uh, everything that goes on with the plane crash and whatnot, this was something that we did not have a hundred percent mapped out, and we like fought over getting it just right. And we, I mean, literally every time we put out a new episode, we'd be like, want to do a meeting? Yeah. Want to talk about the plane crash? No. <laughs> All right, fine. And we would talk about it and we'd get like just a little bit closer to yeah. that answer every time. It was just like, it kind of build up and we'd get a bit more. We knew the, the main mechanics, but we really, we really had to, to fight over that one. And we like, that took a lot of digging. To the finally get that really answer. Knew, come out. we really knew was that Rick, Rick went back in time to try to stop the plane crash, and the plane crash happens no matter what. Like those were like the only things we really knew. Um, and like like Chuck said, we would get together our meetings, and when it would come up, we'd talk about it. Like, hey, I got it. It's this. And then the other one of us would be like, let's yeah. talk about it again later. <laughs> we don't fight, but we let things. No. <laughs> Well, and how many times would we like we'd be okay cool i got it so here's what it is and we'd start talking and then you'd be like no way that can't happen because this that yeah, yeah. okay i'm like, you kid yourself like we wouldn't even need to argue with, with with the other guy because by the time you got most of the way through your explanation you're like yeah it doesn't work like that that's, yeah, that's that doesn't work yeah abort 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 <laughs> <laughs> So I assume, I mean, this is kind of a stupid question. I was going to say, so as you guys have worked longer together on this project, do you find it easier and you guys are kind of bouncing back and forth with more ease? Yeah. yeah I, think, I think especially um, towards the end, we really kind of had it down where we had meetings that kind of, we plotted out like the real main points. Um, and then we like split off at eight and nine. We just grabbed and ran with our points. And then, and then number 10, so episode 10, Chuck write, wrote the whole episode. But like we had a very detailed meeting where we said, this is this got to happen, this has got to happen, this has got to happen, this has got to happen. We need to make sure this comes up. Um, so like episode, just, episode 10 was the first one that we've ever written where I actually had notes on the page at the bottom, and I'd have to keep going and, and keep making sure – Okay, I hit that check, and there was like there was a good bunch of them, where we have to make sure that we hit all these moments, or th or this episode's not going to work the way we wanted it. So yeah. yeah, I I mean the whole time I'm like, okay, now I'm onto this part, or ooh maybe I'll do this one in front, but still all has to come together. So yeah, the other part is that um, nine is the same way as ten is the same way as eight, and and a bunch back after a certain point. We didn't really have to talk anymore. The, the episode was done. So like like with this one, episode nine, he's like, okay, send it. You know, check it out. Excuse me, check it out. I read it. And I was like, dude, that's, that's solid. And I think there was like maybe most of it was just like grammar and punctuation and stuff, but made very minute changes. I don't think we really had to do much of anything. There were a couple parts that we clarified and we upped the horror. Yes. Like at the end, the when Rick comes back, that whole part, like I, after talking to Chuck, uh, we, we had like a, it was supposed to be like a quick call and we ended up talking for like two hours about nine and ten. <laughs> and and um, by the time I got off there, I was amped to like get out, get back to my computer and just, amplify everything like everything i did was times two at that point like that and he did it yeah well yeah and i mean it, it was it was the same with 10 where like the the reason why there was as many changes in 10 as there were that is is because i wrote about i think i'd written about 1200 words and we'd already decided we're gonna go long on this one so so just so you guys are aware in two weeks when 10 comes out it's a much longer episode Yes. And so I I think I was talking to you, Jess, and I was like, I'm going to get some writing done. I didn't get much done today. And I was like, probably about 9.30, and I started writing, and I went until 2 in the morning 
writing. And I literally messaged him at 2.11 and I'm like, I'm done. I know there's probably issues, but I'm done. It's over. Do what you got to do. And so he came back and he was like, you know, honestly, it's really good. There's just some phrasings that like some conversation stuff that we can just tweak, but that's it. And I was like, good, good. <laughs> that is fantastic. So, I mean, Chuck, so really you just finished episode 10. Probably about four days ago. And then, and it's already. I think I got it Saturday morning. So it's only a couple days ago. Yeah. And then yeah. It's already off. So we're going to be hearing the episode 10 when it's done. Yeah. I mean, not when it's done, but when it's released, but soon. I'll hear it when it's done. Next week, <laughs> here. This drops on Wednesday, so it's a week until everybody else hears it at this point. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, not everybody. Patriots. Well, I mean, let's go back. Uh, we have this cool opportunity. We can go back to January 1st, when we first dropped that first episode. And, I mean, not only is the world in a weird place. What? But our story, you know, is it like, yeah. who could have imagined any of this stuff? And even for us, like for this to have gone to the places it did, there were so many moments through this season that were not planned that kind of came up and only made the narrative and the story stronger, the characters stronger. Uh, the walking stick was not a part of it. Oh, Jessica was stick. not a part of it. Uh, the plane crash was, barely sort of put together like there's we had the first like say two or three episodes and the last one and yeah. even the last one it was just like that's how we're gonna end it and this is how we move into two and so yeah man for it to be where it's at i'm so happy and proud of the work yeah. that we did and to be able to work with eric who has been like just amazing uh, honestly, such a good partner. Uh, when one guy, you know, says, dude, I'm exhausted. The other one just steps up and runs with it. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's never mattered. And there's no kind of like, uh, you know, oh, well, I did this. So now you got to do that. Like, it's never been that. It's no. just, we're both so committed and excited. To We've the had times where episodes were finished the day before it went out. We've had times where episodes were finished three weeks before, like, it's just been it's been a roller coaster of nothing but awesome, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nine was done before. Oh, Are you alive? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm okay. I'm sorry. I just sneezed. Hold on. We might have to ask you to wear a face mask for the rest of this. No, um, I can put one on if that makes you feel better or safe. Oh no, I think we're screwed either way. Well, I've now sneezed my germs at you. Yeah. The goggles do nothing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there's just there was so much that that came together and, and happened, and it was. <laughs> I just, uh, it, it's been it's been a real pleasure to work on, man. Uh, in in so many ways, yeah. we couldn't have done this in comics. Like, I someone no. was like, "I want to write this as, as a comic book," and I'm like, "Good luck." I don't like. I do, I'm not ready. I'm excited for the novel, but having to turn this into a comic would be a beast. Yeah. I mean, it literally would be pretty much 10 episodes, like, or 10 issues, like, yep. to get, get, I mean, it all basically would break down, I think, about the same timing wise. And, and the funding would be ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah just, it's not, Production, it's not it, would take, it would take like five years to put that thing out at best. <laughs> we did that and we're going on to what, our fifth month? Yeah. Haven't started it yet. We're all, and we're 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 pretty much done. You know, like you're you're gonna do the the sounds and then it, it's finished. So, so yeah. you six months from January. Well, you guys started before January, didn't you? Like we started in like late October, yeah. early November. I mean, so we, we, we had a bit of a start before that, but when we got serious on it, it was basically the beginning of November. Isn't it? That is nuts. And since you finished, the world has changed. Like Chuck said, who knew that you would finish like the last bit of this, like during a quarantine? Right. Even if I had the Essence House machine, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that there was a quarantine. Oh man. Um, 
I did want to say, I think we do have some uh, comments. And oh, cool. Question. Would you like to hear them? Yeah. So, from Kyron. He appreciates that. I, 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 I did not want to be beat up by his Russian friends. So, he says, you guys pulled a what the F moment for me. I honestly think this was the first episode I, I was like, what the F? What the F? I was telling Chuck it made me rethink what I thought of Rick this whole time. That, and that's what we were looking for. That's it, Eric Eric hit that perfectly. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Good job, Eric. <laughs> the tragedy of Rick Edmund. <laughs> I know it's actually no, but I I know we talked about Rick at length a little bit earlier, but like it's it to me as a listener too, it was good to see like a little bit more of him and not see him just as a, this like curmudgeonly uncle. Yeah. yeah. So, Kyron says, "Do Tristan and Jess get together?" Okay, so what what I can say is is that Tristan and Jessica get some really good screen time in the next episode, and that's about all I can get. But if you if you really wanted to see them together, uh, at least as far as like together and being able to to kind of communicate and go back and forth, then I believe you will be very satisfied with episode ten. Yeah, I agree. They have a good moment there. Looking I am. I loved writing them. And I think like you can you can tell I had a lot of fun with them. And man, I'm glad Jessica is honestly in this in the uh, in the show because there really is um, there there was just this really it was a whole other dynamic yeah. that I didn't realize was missing. And with that in episode ten, you really feel it and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I just have a. This is a question mark because I don't know. Hey, boy! Or somebody? I'll just wait. What do you so, I, Can I tell you about? So this whole this whole after show has been like episode ten is awesome. <laughs> we actually never talked about the end of episode nine yet. Because episode yeah. ten. <laughs> But okay, so let's talk about the end of episode nine. Yeah. So um, earlier I, I had mentioned that episode nine runs concurrent with episode four. Um, so that's the basically that's after the plane crash. There's the scene with Barnabas. Then after that, they're when they're at the bar. That's at the same time that Tim and Tristan are approaching the bar in episode four. So when uh. Tim gets there and he's he's trying he's opening the door and it's heavy and there's all that pressure on him as he's going in and he makes his way to the back room. That's all happening as Uncle Rick's in there throwing Barnabas Barnabas against the wall and freaking out. It's all it's Rick's presence in that capacity that is affecting Tim the closer he gets and puts him into the coma eventually. Isn't it kind of funny when you think about the fact that, and I just thought about this right now, that moment, the, the two or three weeks they spent in 95. Yes. We visit that in episodes four, five, seven, nine, or seven, eight, and nine. Three. So the only episodes we don't see it is one, two, three. We don't see it in six. And we don't know about 10 yet. And in a time travel show where you're constantly going back to the same time, basically, it's not the, the generic going back to the same time to change something. You're just seeing more of it and getting more context. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, not to say there's anything wrong with, you know, I mean, Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> I will say, though, that for those of you who want to uh, see other times and want to go beyond 1995, 
um, looking forward, I think we've pretty much plumbed the depths of 1995. Okay. So okay. I believe that if we end up seeing any more time travel, only if, mm -hmm. um, it's probably very unlikely to be 95. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is what I will tell you. So the, uh, the, so in that scene, like that, so that's going on while Tim is in the bar. Um, so in that scene, we have Rick getting angry, and but we describe him as like broken and like, it kind of it describes his injuries because he actually, you know, he went through the plane crash and slammed into trees. And um, so he survived the plane crash. And again, at the very, so at the very end, we, um, we end it with the cab driver making a statement to him. And the statement is more literal than it seems. Um, and he, when he tells him, uh, if you don't mind me saying, that was a giant waste of time. And in episode eight, we learned about the wastes. So, isn't that funny? So Rick is a giant waste of time at that point. I like it. <laughs> so, is the I guess so? I guess you can kind of say like the size or the strength of the the waste has to do with like how big the time or is it, is it is I think for this one it has a lot to do with that he's you know part of the family at the essence house <laughs> he's got some prominence in time like yeah I mean I think it, it has to do with, there's probably a lot of factors we haven't discussed it too much uh, though it was brought up um when uh, Barnabas was talking to Tristan about the the Jessica waste Mm -hmm. And that is that he uh, he kind of did change her life in a lot of ways. And so because of that, that waste was more or less kind of tied to Tristan because he was the one who made the choice. And uh, there it, it was a little stronger because uh, the changes that he made in time were a little more drastic. Now, what, what those changes are, we won't know until we get to really meet Jessica now and see what that's like. Mm -hmm. And at the very end, before that statement by the cab driver, we see we see Rick leaving the bar, and there's uh, two guys getting into an ambulance, and that is Rick and Tristan. So Tim and Tristan. Yes, Tim and Tristan. My bad. <laughs> Tim and Tristan. Um, so it all just kind of wraps up. I think that. Like Chuck said, I think that's about the last thing we can do in 1995. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it's all wrapped up in a nice bow. And it's funny when you were when you accidentally said Rick, because sometimes we both tend to like stumble over the names. And I know that um, at one point, way late, it's like 1:30 in the morning. I'm just finishing up, and then suddenly I look down at the script and I see Rich, and I'm like, crap, have <laughs> I been calling him Rich? So I think like when I said that. I went back and I changed it a couple times. And then I said to Eric, I was like, can you just, when you read it, it says Rich, just change it to Rick and don't bug me. <laughs> well, I was spelling Tristan wrong for like four episodes. So. You did what? what? I was spelling Tristan wrong for like oh, four no. episodes. So I was like, hey, Tristan's actually spelled this way. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes more so, sense. It's funny because I was, I was very Canadian about it. Ooh. Because it kept coming out Tristane. And I was like, that's not right. And I just keep like changing it. Never said anything. Never put it up. Like it was, it was such a stupid thing. At any point, I could have just been like, "Hey, dude, it's Tristan," and I did like by episode four or five. But before that, I just quietly like when whenever I'd get the chance to go over, I just change it, change it, change it, and just silently and not say anything. So that's kind of my Canadian sentimentality coming out. And eventually, I was just like. You live in America, dude. Start acting like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you guys, like, I guess separately, too, like, who was your favorite character to write over the series? I think it, I mean, it was very Tim heavy at the beginning. So I think starting out, it was Tim and getting inside his head. But I really had a lot of fun writing Rick in this episode. 
Like, yeah, it was it was a fun challenge, and and honestly, uh, Andrew as well. This is the only time we ever see Andrew. We don't even talk about him ever. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, just writing the brothers was was something. Um, again, Tim. I like Tim. I like his sentimentality. I mean, you almost want to be like, well, I like all of them in some way. You know what I mean? Elise comes to mind even. Yeah. Yeah, Elise was great. Um, For me, I mean, next episode writing Jess was, Jessica was a lot of fun. And I really got to, she's not the same person that she was in a lot of ways. So I really got to, to play with that. And it was, uh, it was an awful lot of fun. I think, honestly, I really enjoy these characters because they all work off of each other very well. And there's kind of a an openness to not like each other and like each other. And I think almost everybody has a moment where they, I like you and I don't like you. And like all of them get those moments. And I think we... We both got to play with that an awful lot. If you look back at the whole season, I mean, Tim and Tristan, can you imagine them in episode two when Tim is threatening him at a coffee shop that they're going to be as close as they are in yeah. episode eight where episode eight, Tristan is given something saying, make sure that Tim is okay. And he's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to step up. Like that was not... I think too, like um, there's a lot of stories where you might read it or watch it, and there's not very much character development from start to finish, and it might take place over you know months or years. This is like maybe three weeks span, barely that, um, yeah, you know, like something like that. And there's so much character character development, I think, and it's also I feel very natural too. It's not forced or anything, um, but like none of the characters are the same as they were at the beginning of the season and there's just so much more to them. And you even see, I mean, Rick, you only see Rick a little bit, but then this episode, this episode shows his character development. Like, so it's, I, I think that, I mean, shy of like Barnabas, maybe there's a little bit there too. So it's, and he's super secondary. I mean, love Barnabas. Loki. He's a good character. He's a good yeah. character. Like seeing and, from the beginning him being kind of like ah, like a crazy old guy to like this actiony guy, you know, that's like been around, you know. I mean, he, I he's the that actiony. Sorry, I'm like, did he do anything actiony? Not really. No, but he's a he's he's a vet. Like he's oh, correct. You can tell he's seen it all. Oh well, had, I guess, right? I guess. There's one throwdown in the whole season, and it was him and Rick. So and I guess and he killed Rick. So I guess, I guess. Okay. And he was there to save Tim's life. So actually, if there's anyone who is actually hero e yeah. at all, so it is. It, Barnabas. It is Barnabas. That's true. That's right. That creepy old guy from the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he think he had? He thought he had like dementia or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. this old guy. I mean, in that episode, he thought everybody had dementia. That was I old. know he did think everybody had dementia, and now everybody's like, "Well, and Barnabas actually is another one of those characters who we did not. I mean, we we knew that he was EGB. Yeah. We knew that going in. Like we 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 knew that. Well, we knew that when we wrote episode one." But we didn't know what that meant. Like we didn't know how far that was going to span, and, and all the stuff that we were gonna uh, that that was going to entail. So uh, Barnabas is another character who really kind of grew on us. And I would say we wrote more about Barnabas behind the scenes than we really did up front. We we have to have it in our heads where he was and what he saw. And so yeah, he he really fleshed out a lot too. You just haven't seen it all. Yeah. That work all, it all makes him feel complete on the front end. Like, we, you yeah. don't need to see it all. Yeah. What happened to the dress store lady? So she died. You didn't see that? Did she die? <laughs> Did Barnabas kill her? Yeah, yeah. Snapped her neck. It was great. Did you miss that episode? 
<laughs> it was episode 3.5. Like, no. Um. It's like, oh, did we ever hear what happened to her? Did I forget to the, 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 the paramedics? No, I mean, she was, she was taken care of and went off to the hospital and whatnot. But no, we, we, I will say that I don't believe we've seen the last of her. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, we, we didn't deal with her yet. I don't think we felt like it was necessary for her to need to come back. Well, I mean, she got the text from Barnabas, EGB. So, I mean, she was familiar with or part of the guard. So, for all we know, she could have been one of the pe people in the bar scene at the end of episode nine. Oh. Well, there you go. Not everybody was highlighted in there, so. Hmm. I had it in my head, my little head cannon was that she was the one shuffling the cards. There you go. That's how it was in my head. I, I, I never said anything because, I, I of course, we want to leave it open and see what happens. But in my head, for some reason, she was the card shuffler. She was the dealer. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, so is everybody at that shopping center, at the little mini mall, all part of the Essence Guard? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. No, Bar Bar Barnabas, he's in a whole different plaza, like five minutes away. Okay, I know there's two plazas. I know Barnabas. Yeah. Okay, thought her and Barnabas were at the same one. Damn it! It's been like no, I heard, yeah, the first episode, since I heard episode one. Yeah, the first episode, Tim hops in his car and drives out to find Tristan. After Tristan runs away, he drives out of out of away from the plaza in the town, and uh, that's where he runs into Barnabas and. Um, another lady, and then yeah. at the end when they come back, this this lady is in the plaza. So, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> there's a lot to keep track of. There's a lot to keep track of all the way from wait, wait, wait. back in January. We are in end of May, and we've been through a quarantine. Now we're going through a quarantine. We're still going through it. And we're in the end of April. We're not even in May yet. No! Yeah. <laughs> I have a birthday that we've missed if it's the end of May. So let's, let's so, hold, hold so, off. So that means Eric's, Eric had a quarantine birthday and Chuck's going to have a quarantine birthday. Yep. Yeah. We, we can. When is the next? Uh, it's in two weeks. Might be right around my birthday, actually. So oh, shit. I'll, I'll put some more, some more balloons up. Okay, good. I'll blow some more balloons up. I, I have to find the balloons. <laughs> I just popped Eric's and threw those away. Dang my, it. my kids popped them and breathed them in. They loved it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hopefully, we don't have my birthday in quarantine. That's in the When's your birthday? December? End of November. Oh, yeah, no. We might be in the night. We might be in the next quarantine by then. All right. Yeah. Well, and we'll be heading to the end of season two by then. Hell yeah. yeah. So every so the end of the Essence House may mark the end of a quarantine each time. Yeah. I, I hope not. I can, hope we, can we say no. I hope not? No, maybe not. No. Maybe I shouldn't say I really like apply our story to a virus. No. That's all right. Sorry. No. <laughs> the future, they'll say, look, did you guys know that Essence House was written at the end of season one and season two was done during a quarantine. I'm sure that'll be a trick. They'll, like, <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, everything was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did, I did want to bring up in the next episode, um, the next essence house after show, we're going to have a special guest. Did you want to tell yeah. the audience? So our, um, our reader, narrator, voiceover artist, uh, Mike Goodrick, is going to join us to uh, talk about it. He's he talks every time I send him a script. He talks. He says nice things about it, and can't wait to see more. So um, we thought it'd be fun to have him on and see what he's been thinking and talk about his his addition to the project, which is like he's the guy. <laughs> yeah. And he's a multi-talented dude, so he's yeah. going to be really interesting just to sit down and chat with. He, I mean, he surprised us with that beautiful song at the end of episode three, well, and it turns out right? he's actually a musician. And so 
Yeah, there'll be a lot of great questions for us to be able to ask them and talk to them about. Yeah. So yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's that we're scheduled for about two weeks from now, so people can look forward to that. Do you guys have anything you want to add about episode nine? I think I think we said anything there is to say about it. It's it was Eric a killed it. It was a really deep episode to write. It was heavy. It was. And honestly, kind of very much the same, I feel. He brought the emotion. There was he made it beautiful. And honestly, 8 and 10 would not punch as hard if it wasn't for, for the work that was done in 9. So 9 is, is such a like – you, you used the word earlier, penultimate episode. It's so important. Everything that happens – in this season and moving forward is because of that moment. And that's mm -hmm. all so important. And he captured it perfectly. So yeah, man, episode nine, you can't, you can't undersell that one. It's such a good episode. It's so well done. Yeah. I agree. Woo. Thanks. Yeah. I, it was a blast. So we want to um, move on to selling them on episode 10. Do we have to? Do you have to? Mm -hmm. I mean, I... You people sat around for nine episodes and you listen to this stuff. If you stop now, you're idiots. <laughs> what's going on next? The show is ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, um, I don't know how much we need to say about episode 10, but at least uh, talk about the end of episode eight and where we left off with everybody. That'd be a good okay. time. Because it's been a month. Yes. The end of episode eight. We end up with Le Musée du Essence. They are um, from Switzerland, and they have come here because they were told about what was going on. It's supposedly they're a time travel museum. Well, they seem a little more aggressive, and obviously that isn't. They have our heroes and anti-heroes. They have uh, Tim, Tristan, Jessica, Rick, and some random bodyguard at gunpoint and they're looking for something that they call the source. And um, 10 is dealing with that. It's literally all of that. How long as episode, uh, I don't know how long the episode's going to be. It, it's definitely going to be closer to like probably about 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, about 30 minutes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, that one ended up, usually we clock out at 3,500 words. This one was 47. Yeah. So it was a lot, um, and but this all takes place in the span of what, like half an hour, right? Yeah. Like literally, it's almost, it's almost live. minute per minute. Like it, it's really in a short period of time. Um, an awful lot happens, um, and the one thing that this has that a lot of the rest don't is this thing is action packed. There's heart. There's there's fights. We get to see. Jessica talk with Tristan. We get to see Rick talk with Tim. Wah. We get to find out a little bit more about Le Musée du Essence. And the question is asked, and all I would say is this. Tim looks someone dead in the face, and they say, what is the Essence House? And they get a straight answer. And that's all I'm going to tell you. The end of that episode, you're going to hate us. It's been planned all along. Be ready because episode uh, season two is coming and it's coming on strong. You heard it here first. We've been picked up for yes. season two. Season, you guys, have, yes. So we're going to see season two. Awesome. Yeah. We're so, already working on season two. Yeah. Awesome. So shall we close it out? Yeah. Shall we remind yeah. people to share it with their friends if you like yeah. the Essence House? Yep. And even and share it with family too, not just friends. We had nine episodes now. As of next week, nine episodes will be public. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. So 20 minutes a piece. I mean, there's a good chunk of listening right now. Yep. That's uh, as we talked about in the past. We have a lot, almost nothing but time these days. So. Yeah, right? So before we had to say it's just a car ride. Right. You can definitely take up your afternoon. Yeah. Yep. 
and there's there's a lot to be had and i can't tell you how many people have come back to me and said i did i went back and re-listened because i i learned so many more things i wanted to see how how all the pieces came together and actually we were looking at our numbers yeah. and like the numbers for episode one and Is then it- the numbers for episode like seven and eight they're like astronomically different It's hard to to gauge the numbers because of that, because there's so much need to go back and rewatch, listen to things. Right. They're they're going back to one. There could be like 5,000 listens on number one, but by the time you get to the last one, there's only like 857 or something. And then (laughs) like, it doesn't mean 4,000 people dropped off. It just means a lot of those 800 people went back and checked out the beginning. (laughs) They're like, I'm going to listen again. No, now I feel like as like I think I really want to wait until we complete the series and I hear episode ten and then I feel like I'll go back. I know I've been saying that, but now that it's complete, I feel like I can go back and catch things. Yeah, yeah. I think like we've done uh, some a little bit of plotting on season two and we've talked about some full episode ideas. And I think before I sit down and start actually writing, I want to go back and just sit and listen to all ten of the first episodes. See if there are any loose ends. I know a couple things that we left dangling to use in season two. I want to see like what other things maybe came up that we never thought about or whatever. So is there a way we can go back to 95, my favorite year ever? Can we just go back before the quarantine? And let's not let this weird thing happen. We stopped the bats thing way before. No, we're just we're gonna we're we're gonna jump time. We're actually gonna go to to 2023 and then that way we don't have to deal with any of that what if we come back chuck and it's just like robots or it already turned into planet <laughs> by the time we get here <laughs> well i'll just go back to the prehistoric ages dinosaurs and stuff yeah because there's no diseases there we couldn't fight you gotta go to the, where was a very healthy time and time to go to it just doesn't last. everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining the Essence House After Show. We'll see you in a couple weeks. You know it. <laughs>